Well, Jane and Marge and Mr. Jackson, former bridge instructor, are about to go into a business partnership. The business being a service which furnishes a forfeit trade, operating something like an escort service. The T.O. has come to Mr. Race to rent an office from his real estate company. This episode takes place on the top floor of the building in which Mr. Race has his office. He's showing him around the empty two-room suite. Well, I was at the uh, flight meeting you must have heard. Oh, I for one thing, it's just something wise. I think it's good thing. It's hollow. Listen, you know. That's because this is there. That's a place for the Oh, just sound hollow. Listen. Hello. Goodbye. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about that yet. I'm just going to be all right. How about it, Mr. Jackson? I think it would be quite luxurious. Yeah, well, you said you wanted two rooms. This room can be your main office, and in that other room there, your waiting to be called and be heard it. Yes, heard, dear. What? They can be heard. That's because of the echo, like I was trying to tell you. Oh, I said, Bertha, Jane was a piece of Jeff the echo. Don't you know the office is empty? They can get a carpet down on the floor and furniture in there. How about these two big chairs here? Do they go in the office? Well, no, but as a central confession to two old friends and an old wife, yes. That's the deal. He takes the chairs. Well, these are great. They're modern, too. Where'd you get them? Well, uh, there were a couple of samples. We furnished a couple of apartments, and these were left over. Oh, I like it. That's filthy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just a minute. What was that about an old wife? I don't remember, Jane. I just got that. Uh, I don't think there's no time for family arguments. We're trying to make a deal for this office. Now, Mr. Ray, how much? Well, uh, how much do you think it's worth? Oh, now, that's not the way you think it's worth. You've got to ask your clients what they think the place is worth. No, not usually, but I mean in a case like this. Oh, no, this is strictly this. How much? Well, let me see. How about, uh... It's too much. What? <laughs> wait, wait till I tell you. What's too much? I don't know, but I can see what you're thinking, and I'm ready for you. I know you like a crook, dear. Your rent are always much higher than anybody else. Wait a minute, Jane. Look, Mr. Jane, shut the man's feet off the wall. He has to give you quite the price. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's all right, boy. Pity off. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here's what I'm uh, going to do. Suppose I let you have a place for the first few months for nothing. For nothing? Yeah. Nothing, no rent? Yes, Marty, you see. Oh, no, I won't take it. This is a business proposition. We're not asking favors. We expect to make money. This idea, James, God, is going to be one of the fastest growing businesses you ever heard of. Well, if it grows, then we'll talk about it. There's no if about it. It will. Well, personally, Marge, I don't think so much of it. That's why I don't want to take your money. Well, why don't you just rent the office, furnish it, and fly it out? And if I see that you're doing well... I will not take it under those conditions. You'll go someplace else. It'll help us out, I tell you. It's frankly you're doing us a favor. We are? Why, sure. Well, we'll take it for nothing if we'll put in the furniture. If I put in the furniture? Well, <laughs> oh, you said we're doing you a favor. Oh, well, see here, Mrs. Ace, I don't think that's fair. You don't? The first time, he's willing to give us the first two months of that free. It's no more than fair that we should furnish him our first. So let's see. Yeah, that's plain ball then. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, it's quite right. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's, uh, it's definitely better. Well, on one condition, if at the end of two months we are making a guard, if we pay the two months back rent. If the business is going, did you say yes? I mistake. I mean, when? Now, is it a deal? Well, oh, okay, Marge, that's a deal. All right, draw the lease to that effect. Oh, yes. 
It's going to take a lot of pain for that. <laughs> no, I don't think we need our names. Oh, yeah. I do. Everybody has their names on the door. We can put them right down here. Look, James. Why are you first? Well, it's my idea. Yeah, but it's Marjorie's money. Oh, yes. Well, we'll put them down alphabetically. Alphabetically? Oh, is that James president. Oh, you're president now. Good. Well, it was my idea. And, well, since it's Marge's money, we'll put Marge, Hale, Treasure. And over here, we'll be Jackson, Briggs. Oh, that's the new office, Briggs. Yes, yeah, it's so bad later. We've got to get busy here and start the ball rolling. First, I'm going to run an ad in the paper for our big play. Oh, perfect. And Mr. Jackson, you'll interview all the applicants. I needed that department entirely to you. Why are you leaving the movie? Well, right now, Danny, nothing you can do. Nothing? It's my idea. What do you mean I can't do anything? Well, right. You'll be around and they start fixing up the office. You see that everything is arranged in good order. Oh, that's great. Well, I've got this started as soon as the can. Hey, uh, how are people going to know about this business? Well, that's oh, yes, I thought of all that. Some newspaper ads and some little radio announcements here and there. And then we can send out letters. Circular. I have a marvelous slogan for the business. Slogan? Mm. What do you mean? Well, every enterprise has a slogan, you know. Oh, your own American airmail service. Neither rain nor snow nor heat nor gloom of night saves these couriers from the strict completion of their appointed route. begin having their troubles very soon, as we learn when next we meet the UVH. 